everybody. Welcome to Learning the Tropes. I'm Aaron. I'm Clayton. And I'm producer uh, Patty. Oh, I jumped <laughs> in. Sorry. I don't know. I should just say it then. You should say it then. And normally we say we're virgin readers or veteran readers, but I think we can all say we are all veteran virgin river heads. Yes. Right? We've been doing this now for three seasons. Oh, yeah. Um, so as promised, everybody, we are going to be recapping Virgin River. We're going to give it the Bridgerton treatment in that every two episodes, we're going to come over to the mics. We're going to talk about our thoughts and feelings and guess, you know, horribly wrong if history is, has anything <laughs> to do with it of, of what we think is going to happen next, uh, our predictions. And then, yeah, we really love the show. But um Let's start with uh, what were your guys' first impressions of these first two episodes? Well, okay. So just to give a little context, because last season ended in a cliffhanger where Jack was shot. Mm -hmm. We don't know who shot Jack. At least we didn't at the end of last season. And we don't know at the beginning of this season either, because beginning of this episode the first episode of the third season starts with a mournful female sung cover of a bob marley song that every little thing's gonna be all right yeah three birds three birds is that three birds isn't it i think three little birds sat on my window okay yeah probably could be I'm, it's so funny. I know a lot about music, but I, I don't know much about Bob Marley. Like those songs, I just know legend it, because that's what everybody in college had. And I just never looked at the names of the songs. So anyway, we're we're at Jack's bar. It's dark. People have their heads down. It's showing all the people in Virgin River. And, you know, you guys, did you think the same thing I thought? It's a, vis- it's a visual. It's a vigil for him, right? He, well, I also thought it was wild because at that time, that would have been an active crime scene. And I didn't put it past Virgin River and the cops in Virgin River to just, like, let a bunch of people hang out there. Like, it's like the JonBenet's house on, you know, Christmas Day. Yes. Well, where else are they going to go in this town? Like, even if it's a crime scene, there's no other places to get food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, yeah. they, they all get all their meals at Jack's. Preacher cooks every single meal for every town inhabitant. So they're, they're sitting <laughs> right. there. Right. When Preacher's lettuce went bad last year, everyone got sick. It's true. Everybody got sick. It was, yeah. So they're, they're all sitting there. And then all of a sudden, Jack walks in. He's perfectly fine. And Ricky's with him. And then Mel pulls down this sign, congratulations, Ricky. And here we go. We went from... Uh, I think, you know, Jack was had a flat line at the beginning of this episode, and now he's walking around, and we're celebrating Ricky's high school graduation. Which, I mean, come on. Anybody could graduate high school. Yeah, but I mean, Ricky... Oh, that's true. Not everyone thought it was going to happen. <laughs> it's true, Ricky. It's That's <laughs> great point, Pat. That is very true. And, and it's it's uh, yeah. funny to think that there was definitely you would think there was a couple of days after Jack got shot where they had to be like, all right, so are we, do we cancel Ricky's graduation party at the bar? Should we still hold the date just in case? Like, yeah, 
Jack is bleeding out, but also if he's okay, we don't want to tell everyone not to come. Well, well no, there's Jack a... is the one who planned it. They talk about how this was like Jack's idea, even after Ricky yelling at Jack about what an awful person he was that he got Charmaine knocked up and is still with Mel. But here, we're supposed to be talking about like first impression, like no, no, general no. impressions but, of the first two episodes. And we're really mm-hmm. digging deep into one scene. Well, because uh, what do you, well, I mean, the thing with the first impressions is that my first impression was, why are we focusing on Ricky here? Yes. That, that was my, that's yeah. what I was all, I was moving this towards because a lot of time though, Pat, I think has passed since Jack got shot and three weeks. The events. Okay, three weeks. So that is not a lot of time for a, a bullet wound to go from a bullet wound to hosting a graduation party. Well, it's Jack. He's he was in the military. He yeah. was in the service. He's made of sterner stuff, but he mm-hmm, mm-hmm. has amnesia as to who shot him. He says the face is just right there in his mind, and he can't g- grasp it. He doesn't know who it is. So that's we haven't dug into that mystery too much right now. He's not. They're not don't really seem to be looking all that hard, but I was if you're if we're talking about first impressions, I thought, okay, I hope this isn't very Ricky focused of a season. Mm -hmm. And yes, we do have Ricky and Lizzie up to their old shenanigans. But otherwise, I mean, I'm just I guess I could say is I'm happy that we're back. I'm happy to be back in Virgin River. I saw when you saw all the faces of the Virgin River uh, denizens, I was so excited because I thought, yeah, they really have created a world with a lot of characters that I care about. Yeah. Pat, what were your first impressions? I mean, I was happy to see everybody. Um, I, I guess... Well, also, I mean, some context is I also just had surgery this morning. We won't say what for, but I got my toes lengthened. <laughs> mm-hmm. And You're always falling so, over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now I can't be knocked over from behind. That that was my, you know, the big promise yeah. the doctor made. Um, so, you know, I was uh, sl- coming down off a high when we started it, but this the show just like kept me in that happy you know, uh, uh, drug-induced high because I was just so happy to see everybody. And I definitely immediately had a bigger connection to Jack than I've ever had before because mm. I felt like, I get it. You know, we both went through something, brother. And uh, so it was good to see Jack recover so quickly because it makes me feel like, okay, I got to get on mic. I got to be able to podcast because if Jack could do it, I could do it. That's that's so inspirational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't think I would be here right now podcasting so quickly if I hadn't seen Jack make such a quick recovery. Wow. Aaron, is there... So that's my, my first impression is inspiration. Yeah, I think. Oh, yeah, because you were you had you had officially told us you weren't going to be a part of the season three recap. Sorry, the season three recap, because um, you didn't feel like you were going to be up to it. But we got home from the hospital. You made yourself a yogurt parfait and immediately said we watch a Virgin River or not. You were ready to go. And then here you are on mic. I'm happy to, to that you're here and talking about it. And yeah, just another yeah. thing to thank Jack for. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, it's it's because of him that I, I have the strength to be on this microphone right now. Wow. <laughs> so, Aaron, top that, I guess. I mean, here's my big thing that I noticed. And I don't know if I'm just, like, in a certain mood or something. But, like, did every single actor on the show get, like, 30 to 40% hotter? And this is, like, a hot cast. Like, we're not starting at zero. We're starting with, like, a high level of, like, attractiveness. But first, every time someone came on screen, I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, Connie was looking fine. Connie Mm -hmm. was looking great. I mean, Jack was... Jack, when he was manning that girl, I was like, looked so good. Charmaine, obviously, our old friend, always looks amazing. But I thought looked extra great preacher even doc doc like got his teeth fixed or something happened there but looks fantastic mel is obviously always gorgeous but like i just feel like everybody got like a glow up that you normally only see between like season one and two of a real housewives but everyone seemed to do it this season well i love it Well, let me just say i could only hope to look as good as jack did after i get shot Mm mm-hmm because he looked, which will happen yeah so i'm hope i'm i i, I want to look good on that operating table but i do think that i mean of course charmaine is a goddess so she looked amazing mm-hmm. and you know who the, we had a, a new character introduced out of the blue in this this three-week gap was jack's sister brie yeah who i thought was very cute Mm-hmm. And so that's going to be well. We're going to talk about her in a in a when we do our our storyline kind of uh, recaps here. Well, do you want to do that? Let's do so. We'll do from least <laughs> from like you know least to most. So so this is going to be the storylines that least interest us to the ones that interest us the most. Exactly. Yeah. So okay. So Ricky, so Lizzie, and Ricky. <laughs> oh yeah. So and we'll talk about like that. We'll the the two episodes. We'll talk about them at the same time because honestly, it's too confusing. Okay. So he um, he's a spaz. Yeah. What she sees in him, I don't know. How like his obsession with Connie is bordering on, like he should maybe be dating Connie. Yeah. There there's there might be a sexual component here where he is afraid of liking being cucked so much like he i think he enjoys he needs connie to walk in like he needs Mm -hmm. an interruption in order for it to happen but there's got to be a high i mean they went to high school there's got to be a ton of high school guys that lizzie can get with or older guys like I, i mean i would take you know brady is in this these two episodes ugh but I would take Lizzie and Brady together over Ricky and Lizzie. I feel like Brady is at least more her speed. She's 19. I mean, the scene where they go to the motel and they say their ages out loud, which are 19 and 18. And I'm like, why does the town care that these adults are maybe fucking? It's so bizarre to me. Yeah, and well, it's a small town. Yeah. But it's like they're nineteen. Like honestly, like not an insignificant amount of girls that I grew up with like had children by nineteen. So it's so bizarre to me that they're like, 
oh, we got to sneak around. Like, I get not, like, necessarily, like, wanting to have sex in your grandmother's house. Like, I I probably agree with that. But, like, wait, so yeah, the idea. And also, like, he's 18 and he doesn't have a credit card. Also, what percentage of these girls that you knew at 19 had kids? What percentage? I mean, I don't know the total percentage of girls that I knew. But, like, I can think off the top of my head of, like, four or five people that I went to high school with. Well, listen, I went to an event to – I lived in a very rural location. Name them all. Why why name them? (laughs) What percentage of of those girls also listen to this podcast? Who could say? I don't speak to any of them anymore. And not because they had children young. I just, you know. Um, but, but only yeah, the, to say that in, like, small rural towns where the only thing to do is fish or fuck, like, people were fucking, you know? Yeah, Lizzie is yeah, too that, hot that for innkeeper. Ricky. Period. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. That innkeeper was so creepily... Uh, into asking them their age mm-hmm. i don't know that i i don't know if that's going to be a storyline that progresses like that innkeeper as a secret creep i, I think <laughs> there's a chance that like there's some kind of c plot about him having hidden cameras somewhere but i, I feel like that innkeeper was too creepy to not be on purpose well there's a documentary about a guy who owned a hotel that was secretly a voyeur hotel mm-hmm. or motel and he had he he could see into everybody's uh, everybody's rooms so he was probably just right. seeing if they were legal to peep on right right oh right right yeah there's yeah. a because he's a, a creep but he ain't a a, a a creep creep you know what i mean as Whoopi would say. Well, he's a he's a creep who knows what the laws are. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like they're like the whole storyline of Ricky. Like, firstly, I mean, like Ricky and Lizzie, whoever plays them, I'm sure they're like perfectly lovely people. But yes. like, would love to boring. have you. On. Would love to have them both on the show. Yeah, separately or together. Yeah. Boring as a box of shredded wheat, though. I can't. I don't care. I just don't care. I think the thing is, it's like the writers on the show have written so many really incredibly dynamic and interesting characters that like the time that we're spent with these two milk toast, I'm just like, I'm, we're wasting time. I would rather just be sitting at that table with Muriel and her bitchy friends than th- this. I don't, it's weird. I don't know. I just, it's, it feels creepy and weird to be this focused on like a teenager's sex life. What what you know? what I would be more interested in is if Ricky, because they had already had sex. I, I think mm-hmm. I'd have more interest if he was just nervous about sex in general, because I think it is there are a lot of teenagers, younger adults that aren't so ready and willing to jump into bed, and that might make them feel ostracized. So if you had someone like Ricky, who was just nervous about sex in general. I think that would be really refreshing and interesting, but he just seems to be afraid of getting caught or afraid of how intensely sexual getting caught is for him. And if they go that way, then I would love that. I would love if it's like, no, I need somebody to walk in or this won't happen. (laughs) 
Yeah. Listen, if it's if it's him exploring his kink, then obviously that's much more interesting. But I think it's like they're both such one note characters where it's like Lizzie wants to have sex and eat candy and <laughs> Ricky is just obsessed with how to set up a situation in which Connie will walk in on him in his underwear. And that's basically all they ever think about, talk about, do. And the whole thing is they could combine those. If they could have Connie walk in with a bag of candy, then Mm. both of them are going to have the best sex of their lives. Oh, and then drink two big (laughs) glasses of whole milk that the grandma brings in right after. Instead of smoking cigarettes, they'll just drink two glasses of whole milk. The whole thing where they're hanging out on the grandma's couch and, 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 and Lizzie who is by all definitions a smoke show, okay? Way out of the realm of possibility for a real Ricky. And he's there asking for a napkin from his grandma. It's it's insane. This guy has no game whatsoever. That's the thing that's bizarre, too. I don't understand why these people are together. Like, I think I get Rick, like, she's just very hot. And I think that's probably enough for, like, most 18-year-old guys. But, like, a what, like yeah, that there are no other young guy men in the entire town, I guess. I It's just, it's, yeah. It's flummoxing. I mean, well, that is the whole reason for Lizzie because we don't see any other guys like we really don't see any other possible suitors and you know this is maybe like a overall production note that I was picking up on um this season definitely you could feel the quarantine nature of the filming because there don't seem to be as many like extras or as many people in scenes as Mm -hmm. usual um so not that there would be like a gaggle of like high school guys around like they really don't in previous seasons show any other competition but but that definitely felt more apparent to me in these episodes that the 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 scenes definitely felt uh like there were less people around every time yeah Hmm. and a lot more outdoor like i feel like every Mm -hmm. season we see more of jack's bar and now we like spend a significant amount of time at like an outdoor gathering there which i loved Mm -hmm. i mean it's a beautiful setting Mm -hmm. um does any other thoughts about lizzie and ricky or can we please move on already too much for something we care so little about i know now what storyline would you put next i i have a guess but aaron why don't you take us to the next one I wrote out a little list. So my next was Brie and Brady. Really? Brie and Brady? What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say Preach and Paige's kid. Uh, oh, I have Preacher higher up. You do? Just just because he's Preacher? Yeah, I mean, I feel like the, it's like the mains are basically like Doc, Preacher, Jack, and Mel. Okay. So... Well, and... Freaking hope, but where the hell's hope? Uh, I, okay, we can't we can't get into this now because I'm we can't I'm get getting into it. very upset. That's, that has to be last. Yeah, that mm-hmm. okay. that is last. So okay, so let's talk about Brady, who, as mm-hmm. I've said many times, looks like a bachelor reject. He looks like one but of but hotter this season, thirty percent hotter. He's hot. Oh, yeah, he's, he was looking it. good. Uh, the the hair situation it, there's something with the hair situation that it's it, there's a bedhead situation that I'm not so into with Brady I don't know what's going on I'm with in. the head mm-hmm. anyway 
Yeah, I get he's a handsome I'd guy. I'd love to know what's going on with his head. Wow, so you think he's hot. <laughs> yes. I think, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just in a very horny mood, but like, I think everybody's hot. Well, in this show. I, listen, nobody in this show is not hot. I, I'm just, yeah. he's not my type, I guess I should mm-hmm. say. But Br- yeah. Brie, okay, so Brie is Jack's sister who came to visit. She's taking a break from her work. She seems to be really kind of pushing her vacation further than he expected her to. We get a little bit of a hint that she is extricating herself or trying to extricate herself from a bad relationship because Mm -hmm. she has a phone call with somebody where she says, just throw my stuff away. I don't care. And then did we notice when she's out with Mel shopping, she's by a door and a guy walks out surprising her and she almost falls over in fear. Yeah. How could you miss that? (laughs) Okay. Well, some people are on their phones sometimes, huh? Don't be on your phone during Virgin River, guys. You've got to pay attention. I wasn't on my phone. Uh, That's why I noticed it. But anyway, so obviously we have did, a... Was, did Brie show up last season? I like, don't think so. I don't think so. No, okay. this is I a think new, she maybe came because he got number. shot. Yeah, she did. She came to take care of him mm-hmm. when he got shot. But, okay, so she's in some abuse situation, which I don't like, obviously. And Jack needs to go uh, kick the shit out of whoever this guy is. But what did we think of her? Obviously, she seems to be on the rebound. Brady comes up to her while she's sitting at the bar. He's looking for Jack. She says, I know Jack. And he goes, how do you know Jack? And she says, we used to live together. Yep. Now, let me ask you guys. Does she have the hots for Jack? Who? Brady. A little bit. There's a weird vibe. That's her. his sister. I know. Well, I I have a... theory that I said uh, when they started kissing is I think Brady and Bree are both sort of looking at each other as Jack surrogates and are both obviously kind of into Jack. Like I think the Jackness of each of them is part of the attraction. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, I could see that. I mean, Jack's a hard guy to live up to mm-hmm. or to compare yourself to. Right. but And Brady is so, you know, he's such faux Jack. And yeah, he's a sniveling yeah, version of Jack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like J- Jack is hovering over this relationship, obviously. Yeah. Well, okay, so there's that... So, I mean, I don't like any. I don't like Brady getting kissed because I don't think he deserves it. Because so he did snitch, right? When when the when the cops raided the drug guys, it was yeah. because of him, and right. they actually knew something was going to happen, and there was no drugs or any money, so they didn't get in trouble. But now Brady has a target on his back yes right i mean i'm rooting for brady this is his you you want everyone to have a chance of redemption so like hopefully he's seeing the error of his drug dealing ways or drug logging ways and (laughs) you know part of it is going to be like can he win jack back can he win jack sisters back 
yeah, or win Jack's sister's hand and also win Jack back. Like it's all this relationship is all about Jack. Yeah. Yeah. So so we don't really know much about Bree. I think she's cute, but I don't I don't think there's really much here at the moment in these first two episodes. But do we think that her ex shows up and Brady and him get into it? Possibly. I do like that she and Mel get along really well and are like friends. Yes. Well, they went to the same school, undergrad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They got their nails done. Yes. That was a fun scene. I mean, that's that's Mm -hmm. cool. It is good to see there not be any sort of animosity between the two of them. It's always good when when women in shows get along because so many shows have women always antagonistic towards each other. Right. Um, all right. So that's it for Brie and Brady. I mean, not much, but I think it's like something to watch. And I do think there's some there's something more about Brie. Like something something ain't right there. Yeah, she's sure well. She's a little. She likes to drink. She likes to have fun, which is great. Mm-hmm. So there might be something going on with her that I'd be excited to see. Um. Next up, we have Muriel. Oh, so Muriel is taking care of Doc while mm-hmm. Hope is visiting her aunt during a yeah, it, hurricane. Yeah, somewhere on the East Coast. Yes. So I have not. Okay. We're going to get to Hope and Doc and all that. But I have not looked at IMDb. I've not read any spoilers. I've not done anything to see whether or not Hope is in this season. Oh, God. Physically. I know. This is so stressful. This didn't even occur to me. I'm not going to look it up either, but. But she has not been in the. We have not seen hide or hair of her. No, mm-hmm. no phone, not voice over the phone. No cut to wherever she is uh, talking on the phone. Doc cannot get a hold of her. And I am very scared that something's going to happen to Hope. But, you know, yeah. Muriel's there and she's taking care of him while Hope's gone. We both, I think we all in our last season recap were very into the two of them together, Doc and Muriel, because before Hope asked, I think Hope asked him to marry her, right? They're mm-hmm. engaged again. There was some chance that he would go off with Muriel and, and have some fun because she's fun. She's a fun, beautiful woman who they seem to really enjoy each other's company but it's going to be so devastating if this they get together because of something happening to Hope. And how will yeah, this town see it go down like that. exist without their mayor? <laughs> Although they seem to be I, doing yeah, fine. They, yeah, how are they muddling through as it is? Well, yeah. And Muriel... Yeah, there's been no talk of a special election. Our mayor is caught in a hurricane in a different part of the country. Do we need an interim mayor? Is there a deputy mayor that is supposed to be the acting mayor? Did she tell like anybody that, that, that she up. was going or did she just off and leave? And then they're like, oh, where's the mayor? Right. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Muriel, I mean, we love Doc and her together, I think, but not this way. Not this way. No. But I do, like, I would love if, for Muriel's character to grow and for us to 
for her to get a happily ever after, for her to get a little love story, because it does seem like she has a lot to give in that way. And her friends are such, are so mean to her, that little like circle of women. Because remember, they were like, oh, don't go creeping on Doc. And then they're like, there she goes again. And she's like brushing crumbs off some guy's collar. And it's like, I don't know, let her have fun. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so I I really like Muriel. And I also think it's like, she hasn't crossed any lines. And I don't think she's done anything like wildly inappropriate in a way. So it's not like, you know, she isn't actually like obviously she's into doc but i feel like she's keeping it all very like above board which i like too so i would say like justice for muriel and let's get her laid well they but not with doc not this way not doc obviously because we want hope to be alive obviously wow um god i hope i hope's gotta be back on here like we got this is yeah it's Anyway, we're don't spoil it for us. Don't tell us if any listeners if you've read an article. I don't. We don't want to know. We just don't. So, and um, you would think you would think that because Annette O'Toole is married to Michael McKeon, whose best friends were like Christopher Guest. At the least, I'm sure they're in a bubble together this past year. So at least, hopefully, Christopher Guest was able to like direct some scenes with her somewhere else like they they they, they got to have a way of getting hope on this show well yeah. well we don't know so th- so the thing is is like i don't know if she's if it was a contract thing or I, we, I don't know i don't know anything about why it just feels weird that she has not made an appearance in the sense of right. he calls her she's on her phone but then it gets disconnected and then he's right. fright he's like terrified that makes sense to me but they were talking about her like they talked about Valerie Harper. Yes. After she died in the car crash on Valerie, which became Hogan family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. Uh, I feel like people of our generation, Clayton. Yes. We always have flashbacks to to the Hogan family whenever there is a character who... Um, does not appear in the first episode of a season. Mm-hmm. You know, we have that nightmare situation of was it a contract dispute and are they killing off the character? Like, I think our generation cannot avoid going there Yes, when a character doesn't appear in the first episode of a season. Yeah, I, 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 I that's, that. It, 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 it's a cloud over these first two episodes for me. Yeah. 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 But we got to have hope. We gotta have hope. Hashtag, Uh, hashtag, we gotta have hope. (laughs) Moving on to Preacher. Okay, so we got Preacher and Paige's son, Christopher. Christopher. And that's just how we say it because of the the Sopranos. I think they say Christopher. His name is Christopher. And so poor Preach is stuck with this kid who is as cute as the Dickens, though. I, I mean, this is a cute kid. Yeah. Preach. And they have such a great relationship. And it is, Preacher is like one of the great men in that, like, that kid is not a an easy age. And he really seems to be really being a really strong parental figure to him. Yes. And, and he has him helping out at the bar during mm-hmm. Ricky's graduation party, which is very cool because 
God knows if Jack would do anything around there. I mean, he is out cooking. But one thing real funny with Jack was where he was talking about Mel and the birthday, how it's Mel's birthday, which we'll get to. But he says he never works on his birthday. And I wanted to th- I wanted to ask Jack, when do you work? Is every day your birthday <laughs> or do you not work on, I don't know, days where there's 50% humidity? What are the days that you actually do work? Because that's the easier way of telling us uh, what your schedule is. Right. That made me laugh. But anyway, Preach, yeah, he's <laughs> putting the kid to work, which is good. He needs it. And then he sends him to camp to try and make friends so he can be around kids his age. But making very sure that only he can pick him up. Making sure that the 18-year-old pimple-faced geek who is taking uh, intaking the kids is, is checking people's IDs when the kids are picked up. And of course the kid's going to say, yes, yeah, yeah, sir, when Preach asks. Right. And also it's like that's a very clearly foreshadowing but it does make me laugh that like preacher then like shows his id like hours later like wouldn't the kid be like no you're the you're the bald black guy that dropped off the young blonde asian kid like this is memorable (laughs) you know well also i mean but i think that's the kid doing what he's supposed to do but i there might not be a kid who does that right exactly i think you are you know we are picking up on this being a foreshadowing thing also, Christopher mm-hmm. has lice. He got lice Gross. from camp immediately. He seems happy as a clam about it, though. Like, he's it's he's unfazed. Poor Connie is really doing all the work. She's doing an, atten- an intense amount of laundry and picking through his little nitty oh, hair. Connie loves it. You don't think Connie loves oh. picking lice out of kids' hair? She lives for that stuff. It does feel satisfying. It does seem like it could be really satisfying. Um, yeah, I mean, not much going on necessarily, just like him and Christopher together. He gets a letter from Paige, and I just can't stand Paige, but fine, with, like, documents. Yeah, so it, making it seem like, hey, he's with you for the long haul, and be careful. Mm-hmm. Right. So no sign of the restaurateur oh, from right. last season that preacher was maybe going to hook up with until this uh, oh, yeah. squirt came into his life. Wait, were they going to, was preacher going to take a job with her in a different city and then decided against it at the last minute? Is that, is that where he ended up? Yeah. Was he, he going to move to Portland? Maybe? Was it Portland or Seattle? Yeah, it was one of them. Oh, that's right. So at the end of last season, was she, were they basically ending the relationship? I forget if, if they ended on at a point where they were still together, but she was moving. I mean, they I never consummated anything. I think right. they just liked each other. There was some chemistry. She offered him a job. He, remember, he wanted part ownership in Jack's bar and Jack flat out denied him even though he earned every freaking uh, percentage of that Mm -hmm. and so Preach was going to leave and then Christopher shows up yeah that's right oh I hope she's back on that was a that that was a a fun dynamic and I I really want to see Preacher run his own business I, I I feel like it could 
really take off and really be a fun place to go well, to. No, I want to see yeah, his ass like retire. <laughs> and I yeah, yeah. I want to see his ass retire and find uh, someone to love. Like that's what I want for yeah. preacher. Right. But he still got, he much. I still want him making food because he's so good at it. Yeah, you can you do know, it on like, his own time though. True, true. You don't know. No, if to, he loves it, if he loves, he loves food, I want him to have his own restaurant that he has like full ownership of. Mhm. You know, run Jacks into the ground. <laughs> no, I don't want that. But I think, um, yeah, Jack at the end of last season was not like making great decisions. He really did like a one eighty, doing getting Charlotte will do that to you. Yeah, I should try um, it. <laughs> should we move on to Doc? Yeah. So we did talk a little bit, obviously, about the Hope Doc situation, which mm-hmm. is really gives me anxiety in a way because when I was a kid, I was so scared of storms that I would watch when there'd be a tornado warning or anything like that. My, I would, I would just freak out. I would just feel sick. And I was always afraid that, that one of my parents would get stuck in a, in a storm or something. I was just, I would wait by the window for my dad to get home from work. It was like a real honest to God anxiety that I had. And this storyline is giving me really bad anxiety. Yeah. And then Um, Doc has macular degeneration Mm -hmm. and is starting to under the radar look for replacements for his job as main doctor of Virgin River. Yeah, that the the job interview sequence was so was so great because um it really can't comes down to the first question you have to ask if you want to hire someone as a doctor in Virgin River is do you want to live in Virgin River? Yes. <laughs> and none of them said they did. None of them, they were like, he asked someone, well, with their, your two-hour commute, what are you going to do when it comes to late-night house calls? And the doctor was like, oh, it would just suggest they go someone to someone closer. It's like, okay, then just, you're not a doctor. In, Virg, every job in Virgin River entails you have to live in the center of Virgin River. Well, he so this guy says they should go to the urgent care in Clear River. Oh, God. he said I suggest no. they would go to the clear, yeah, the uh, uh, the urgent care in Clear Clear River, and Doc says, "Well, you suggest wrong." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he kicks his ass out. So uh, we're getting the feeling that Doc ain't advocating the throne anytime soon. Oh yeah, Doc. Well, that's the thing too. It's like for him to hire Mel, like they had to give her a cabin, like they had to provide housing, and, um, and all that stuff. So it's like, yeah, it's weird that now they don't like have anything to offer. Well, I mean, the the I guess they're well. I think what the headhunter was saying is that they want country club uh they they want to be able to be members of country clubs they want all these you know special benefits and and 
he's thinking, Doc's thinking, well, being part of a close-knit community is all you need. That's the benefit. There's What do these greedy people need? Yeah. As a headhunter, she's not a very good headhunter because it's very, like, you would want to be looking for somebody who wants, like, a slower pace, not necessarily, like... Yeah, somebody who also wants a country club membership. Yeah, you'd want somebody but, that is not necessarily Doc's age, but maybe mm-hmm. late 50s, early 60s, who, like you said, wants a slower pace, wants to be able to work for another 25, 30 years, but not in the rush, rush, rush of of a major metropolitan area. Yeah, right. she or was like who wants to like raise a family or something. Yeah, she was like, you know. Yeah, uh, she 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 was basically like I'm only looking amongst a pool of doctors who specifically live in LA and see if I could get them to Virgin River. Mm-hmm. It's like no, just find a different small town doctor who lives close to Virgin River and wants to move. Right. Cuz also it's like you're not going to be able to pay them as much as you like it. So it's yeah. Um, but I do think it's interesting just like, you know, to see talk about character growth from him at the beginning of this of the series where he was like so bad about having like a nurse practitioner. He was doing everything himself to now actually like realizing that he does need help and sort of going about getting it. But I wonder who's going to find out. Well, Muriel peeped at the uh, resume, so she probably is the only one with an idea that he could be retiring soon. Yeah. The I, moment. I did love that scene where Mel goes over to Doc's house to play cards mm. because she knows that he's scared about Hope and they start playing Go Fish because it's, it's the only card game that Mel knows. I thought that was really cute. That was a very cute scene. And it shows how much those characters have grown to become friends. Yeah. Yeah, the, that relationship, that felt, that felt really nice and was really sweet. All right, so... I, I like that... I like the moment when he's interviewing the doctor and the doctor's like, so how many support staff do we have here in the doctor's office? And uh, and he's like, oh, you know, our nurse practitioner. And that interviewing doctor definitely gave a look like, oh, this is not safe. Mm-hmm. We need a bigger <laughs> medical staff for a town with this many people. Like, you, you, you have to hire more nurses and doctors. And exactly how many meth heads have have broken in here? (laughs) Only a a half dozen. Maybe maybe less. Right. Because, like, Doc and Mel have to do their own, like, billing. Yeah. It's like, just get a secretary at a a minimum. Give it to Lizzie. Let Lizzie have something to do with another trying to, like, fuck her milquetoast boyfriend. Doesn't she run a taco stand for... For yeah, that, the ant, it's not a taco yeah. store. Like <laughs> I think it's like truck. a baked goods stand. Baked goods, right, right, right. And I think it's right. isn't that Pages? Yeah, it is Pages. So yeah, no, Lizzie already has a job. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, we we're running long here. We can't go. I know. All over right. An so, hour well, this is just this. the first one. We have so many people to catch up with. All right. So Charmaine, Charmaine uh, somehow Charmaine. found. A man. What is happening here, man? I mean, she looks fantastic, obviously. She, she looks fantastic. But... 
Todd. Hold on. I We're losing What's you, happening? Clayton. Okay, so Todd. Todd. We we just say we just say Charmaine and Clayton's mic immediately goes out. <laughs> <laughs> Because 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 electric electricity went through my body, mm-hmm. yeah. So Todd, who she refers to as a highly regarded personal injury lawyer, <laughs> <laughs> I love how she introduces him that way. That made me laugh, and she's engaged. Everybody, and Jack. The look on Jack's face now is it jealousy or? What is it? Because I sensed a little jealousy here. Yeah, Jack has not worked out his feelings for Charmaine in a way that, like, he really needs to because he feels a level of ownership over Charmaine that even though she is carrying his children, and so, like, obviously he does need to be involved in her life to a certain extent, but, like, the way that he sort of infantilizes her and wants to be able to make decisions for her, but all, but still treating her like absolute shit mm-hmm. is it, you know, it's the one thing that really makes it hard for me to like be full in on Jack. And this is bizarre that he's just sort of like, listen, I don't know if I heard that any, like that somebody got engaged to a woman he had only known for three weeks, who was also pregnant with twins by like her ex-boyfriend. I would also be like, but some seems a little bit off here, but it could have. It's like her decision to make. I mean, it, there. De- okay, there definitely is a level of Charmaine trying to get over Jack and trying to go over him fast. That is what mm-hmm. it feels like. She didn't visit him in the hospital after he was shot. She apologizes for that. She felt like he wouldn't want to see her. And which then is in such those- a sad commentary on their relationship. That yeah, you she's think- probably correct. Yeah, because right. he would have been like, hey what are you doing here? <laughs> He's got like a bullet in his, in his stomach. But yeah, I think there is a level, but then she comes to the bar in the second episode and apologizes to him and says, Hey, I'm sorry. I was the way I was about you and Mel. I didn't realize what love was until I met Todd, which I don't know. I mean, maybe Todd is, is, is good for her. I'm not a big... Listen, I mean, Todd, I'm sure the actor is a fine guy. I'm sure Todd as a person is a fine person. But, I mean, he's he's not in... I mean, we're looking at a Ricky Lizzie situation when we're talking about, right. you know, being in somebody's league here. Even oh, though yeah. he does have money. Well, he... Do we all feel like there is an angle there... Like he is, he's got a ulterior motive or some kind of scam that he's setting the wheels in motion on. Like, do we feel like he is just a uh, a bad fit for her and it's not going to go well? Or do we feel like it's not going to go well because he's trying to, you know, use her as part of a land grab in Virgin River. Like, no, is it that I, level? Yeah, there's something like, because when she was like, oh, Todd said we didn't need to have a custody agreement. It's like, no, you need a custody agreement, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why is Todd not wanting there to be a custody agreement? You know? Well, okay. I think if anybody's oh, scamming anybody, Charmaine. 
well, li- listen, here, here's the thing. Let's not make Charmaine a victim. She's in control of herself. If anybody's right. getting scammed, it's Todd. You think so? I think so. I hope so. Yeah. And, yeah, so here's the thing. We'll talk about the Jack's house burnt down, the one that was for the twins. And she she finds out about this, and Charmaine says, hey, don't worry about it. If you don't want to rebuild or whatever you want to do, the, the twins are going to live with me and Todd, and you can just come whenever. We're not going to have any sort of agreement. It's fine. I don't know if that's Todd who said that. That might be Charmaine saying that. Because Todd isn't speaking. We're hearing everything through Charmaine. Mm-hmm. So Todd could have easily said, hey, I think you should have some sort of agreement with this guy. And she would be like, shut up. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Just take care of me. Right. You know what I mean? So you think Charmaine is 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 the puppet master? She's pulling the strings. I there. think she's wearing the pants in that relationship, definitely. I hope so. I just feel like, you know, and not not you know, hashtag not all lawyers, but I feel like there is something about this guy that is he's got a he's got a scam brewing. I don't know. That's my prediction that we're gonna see this unfold. That that. He's got some kind of scam brewing, not to make everything Jack-centric on the show, but, like, he's he's got... I don't know if he's trying to get Jack's bar through Charmaine, but but I, I think he's got something going on. And I think I'm hoping Charmaine is the one who realizes it, and Charmaine, you know, nips it in the bud, but... I think he's got some kind of some kind of plan. I don't think you're giving Charmaine enough credit. No, I'm I'm giving she's Charmaine has been through so much. I mean, Charmaine, as we talked about, go back to the episodes that we did on last on season two. Charmaine was miseried. Charmaine was put through a lot of psychological uh I won't say torture, but psychological trials by uh Mel and Jack. And there, her her judgment is always going to be a little cloudy. She she's, you know, uh, got a lot going on. So I, it's not about I'm not giving Charmaine credit. I'm just saying she's always in a tough spot. And like you said, she's trying to get over Jack. So getting engaged after knowing someone for three weeks while also being in the middle of a pregnancy that there's a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. Aaron, Aaron, what's your take on this? Are, are you in the middle of me and Pat, or do you lean towards one side or the other? Like, listen, I would love it to be Charmaine scamming, but I think the thing with Charmaine is she does have a very big heart. I think she does have a very active, like, fantasy imagination. And I think that she, I I believe that she believes she's actually in love with this person. I don't know this guy's angle, but, like, based on the custody thing, I think he, I don't think he's a great guy. Even though he is obviously a very well-regarded personal injury lawyer with an investment property. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> but we can both. Those are we normally could, signs of such like an upstanding person. So, um, we can but, all agree though that yeah. we don't think that she really loves him. If she really thought in her head, her deepest feelings, she doesn't love Todd. No, I don't think so. I I love how the one thing we all agree on 
is there is no way this is a normal loving relationship that Charmaine is in. Our disagreement no. is just based on who is scamming who right now. <laughs> yes. Where is the like, where is wh- the dysfunction emanating the, from? Right. Which of these two people is the puppet master mm-hmm. is our disagreement. <laughs> and that is, you know, listen, that is unfortunately right now the life of Charmaine on Virgin River is there's no way it's a good relationship. It's just a question of who is the scam artist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we're obviously, you know, this is this is a storyline that we are keeping abreast of and very, very invested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so obviously there's only one place to go from here. And that's Jack and Mel. Jack and Mel. So Jack recovering from the shooting doesn't know who shot him it's on the tip of his brain we've got mel who in the first episode is celebrating her birthday but doesn't really want to celebrate her birthday because it turns out her mom died a week before her 12th birthday and her dad the next year couldn't get out of bed so it has bad connotations Mm -hmm. and she just wants a bath and a coconut cupcake and jack trying to be a, 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 a good guy or a great guy is planning all these things. He has sushi flown in. He has <laughs> all these things that he plans. He wants a, he's going to do a, what, a, a, a midnight dinner cruise. And she really just wants to be in a bathtub with him, which I, I can't blame her. At, seeing that scene when they're in the bathtub together, I mean, Ooh, yeah. who wouldn't want to spend their birthday in a bathtub between the two of them? I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's that's a perfect birthday. And so, so you just want to spend your birthday like popping up in the middle out of the bubbles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where they're just give like, me a scuba wait, mask what? and mm-hmm. I'm good. And they're both like, wait, what? Who? And you're <laughs> like, hey, guys, bath time. How did he? How did? Where did he? From the from the drain? What? 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 Who? So, yeah, I mean, I think that scene was very sexy. It was very, very sweet that he just wants her to be happy. Obviously, Jack, there's a lot of things you could say about Jack, but at the end of the day, he really loves Mel, and he does truly want her to be happy. I think he just struggles with how how to do that because mm-hmm. he's got his own shit going on. Like, not wanting... Mm-hmm. The, the house burns, so they're in the tub, and, and she smells smoke. And the house catches on fire. Now, at first, were you guys confused as to where they were? Yes. I was, too, because I thought that was Jack's burning down. I thought it was Mel's cabin for a second. Yes, me, too. So I didn't know until the beginning of the second episode. I put it together that that was the house he bought for the twins. And he was Mm -hmm. living there. And his sister is staying at his apartment over Jack's. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So that was the house that Jack bought, not the house that Jack built. Got it. No, that's not the house that Jack built. But so then Mel said, hey, you can stay with me. And Jack was being cagey and saying, I'll stay at the Airbnb. And I think it was just because he's afraid she's going to get sick of him. And the sister, Jack's sister said, he's never lived with a woman so I think he does have kind of anxiety about it. But at the end of the day, yeah. the second episode, they decide, hey, 
let's stay together. Jack says, can I still stay with you? And Mel says, yes. So that is good. Yeah. I thought, I mean, I did think it was funny that even in the short, like I get like long-term him being like, oh, let's not like live, live together. But like for right now, but it was basically like the second night after his house burns down, he's like, you know, is it okay if I stay with you? And I found that to be a little funny because it's like you do are saying you love each other. So it's strange that he would then go like stay at an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get the hesitation. I think in like I would get him being like, "Oh, this is just temporary. This is just temporary. I'm going to find something else." But I do like the fact that he was then actively trying to like get a room at the air at the um, B and B. I thought was very odd. Yeah, but yeah. I, also, the, something that I love about the show is how it mixes crazy high drama like the worst day of your life and then truly the most mundane thing possible so like back at the first episode it's like jack's been shot he flatlines but no wait he's fine great um and then the next big scene is all about like who's gonna bake hope's wedding cake (laughs) and i love that (laughs) and then this is basically like this house, when they run out of it, is fully aflame. Like, they should be dead. Like, it is completely gone. It's not just, like, a little bit. Oh, and it's an inferno. And if that was me, I would be talking about that for years. I would never get over it. Everyone I ran into, I'd be like, I escaped a burning building. Be the only thing. Like, the next day, they're just wandering around like usual. And they're like, oh, are you upset that your uh, house burned down last night? It's like... Yeah, that's very traumatic. Right. She's just picking up like barbecue chicken salad and being like, oh, yeah, that was just eight hours ago that <laughs> we, we almost got burned building. alive. <laughs> and also between him being shot and then his house burning down. And I know they said it was faulty electrical wires in the attic. But no, like, it's not. as we all know. Uh, there's very little study of how fires start and, and people don't actually really know. And so like, I would be, I'd be like, listen, I was shot three weeks ago and my house just burned down. Like, should we keep eyes on Jack's bar? Like, should we, mm-hmm, like something mm-hmm. is happening? Should we like give someone a heads up? Like, that's the thing that I find really inconsistent. It's like, you know, we were really going to the mattresses over the lettuce poisoning, but somehow people like actively trying to kill Jack twice is something that we're like, you know, not going to dwell on. And uh, Mel's going to go to the next town and get a manicure and buy him some new socks, mm-hmm. you know? Especially since the other building most associated with Jack is also the place where oftentimes the entire town is gathered together. Like, you know, like if this group targets Jack with another fire, you could wipe out the population of Virgin River. Oh, absolutely. But there's nowhere else to eat. I mean, that's always what it comes down to. Even if you know Jack's bar is going to be the target of arsonists, it's like you got to eat. Yeah. Right. Um, but I'm I'm happy that their relationship because I feel like it did take a while for them to really come together and I'm happy that their relationship seems to be in a good place and it's not like obviously I'm going to need some add some tension in there for this show to you know it's going to happen but I think for right now I really love that it's sort of the place they're at I think is like really sweet 
Yes, it's mm-hmm. nice to see a little bit of external angst as opposed to internal angst between exactly. them. Mm-hmm. Wow, so that was the first two episodes. Do we? So real quick, because this is going long, but I know what you said. We 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 had to reintroduce all the characters. Mm-hmm. Do we have any predictions for this season coming up? I know. So Pat, you think that Todd is a scammer and a flim flammer. I think Todd is a scammer. I think the innkeeper is a voyeur. Okay. So I, I, I think maybe my predictions might be going a little bit possibly too far towards Virgin River becoming the skeeziest town in America, but I'll stop <laughs> yes. for now. But they're your predictions, and it's your right to predict whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Now, Aaron, do you have any predictions? No, I feel like we're so bad at these predictions. I mean, obviously, it's like That's from the trailer, fun. I think... I think Mel is going to get pregnant. There's I'm and obviously there was a lot of flashback there with her and her pre her birthday while she was pregnant before she lost the baby. And honestly, it's like between seeing the scenes with her and Jack making out in front of that grill where he should be paying attention to like feeding the town and making sure people don't get food poisoning again. Uh but it's instead making out with his girlfriend and then just like the chemistry those two actors have versus the chemistry she has with her first husband. It's like, oh, oh boy. It's completely different. Yeah, did we put and him on a sailboat to oblivion? Why do we why I don't do we know. Nothing, nothing against his actor, but did, did we we saw enough of him in the first in the first se- the second season. He's he's on a boat, right? Didn't we put him on a sailboat off yeah, to she heaven? Did. She put him on a sailboat and pushed him out. I don't I don't the I feel like the flashbacks in Virgin River never add that much and I could definitely do without any of the flashbacks but agreed i think obviously mel is feeling a certain way about like children um so i you know i think that's definitely going to play a part obviously we're going to find out what the hell is up with the todd gotta be something i think uh we'll be bored to death by ricky and lizzie i'm sure well that's a that's Um, a slam doink (laughs) do you think anybody comes in between ricky and lizzie I mean, I wish just for something interesting to happen, but probably not. I mean, I think I do think Lizzie's going to end up pregnant. Yeah, so. yeah, I could see that. Right. God, and then we she can't should have get an ev- abortion, but she won't. We can't have everyone pregnant on this show. Like, Charmaine also, that's too, it's just too much to have. I mean, if Mel gets pregnant this season and Charmaine is still pregnant, that is pretty rough on Charmaine. Mm-hmm. Um, like, not that there should be that conflict there, but there obviously will be because if Jack has now fathered child with Mel, he's going to be even less of a father to the Charmaine children, which mm-hmm. is what he'll call them to their yeah. faces. You are the Charmaine <laughs> children. Yeah. <laughs> Not the not my main kids. You're my Charmaine kids. You're my side kids. Yeah. Well, as we well as we know in the book, Mel ends up pregnant and Lizzie does too, right? I believe I so. I well, I don't know if Lizzie does. That's a good question. I know Mel does. Mm-hmm. Not to ruin things for anybody who wants to read the actual books, but I think we're in season three, so. I think you've either read the books or you haven't. Mm-hmm. Well, my big prediction is that hope dies in the hurricane. 
No. I think, yeah. No, I have a feeling she's no. not coming back, which is awful, awful. I don't want that to be true. I don't want that to be true either, but I get this feeling in my gut that it's going to happen because we haven't seen her unless she only got signed for six episodes this season for whatever reason. I I can't see why we didn't get a glimpse of her in the first two episodes. And the way they talked about her, it's a it's a Valerie Harper situation. It's, I no. just... Yeah, I Pat... I'm sorry, but I think it's true. There is a okay. I'm holding out hope that they're playing with our expectations. You know the fact that uh, again, because they filmed this last year, when maybe it was tougher to get everyone together. That they know the audience knows that, and maybe there was that situation where she couldn't do the beginning half of production. And they're playing with our expectations, thinking that we're going to think the way Clayton did, thinking that, of course, we are a generation of Valerie's family, the Hogan family, that that is what we're going to expect. And they're playing with that dread, but they're going to turn that dread into joy when Hope shows up. She wasn't in the trailer. Well, because you're not going to ruin that surprise. If if the first half of your season is about is is Hope dead, you're they not going to show su- her in the trailer. They ruined the surprise. But also, I Jack this- not being alive and fine. Yeah, but that wasn't really. A, I mean, we all knew Jack was showing up uh, right away. No one thought, yeah. oh, Virgin River has no Jack this season. You can't sell that as much as we love everyone else on the show. Mm. That that dog don't hunt. I have here's what I hope happens. Everybody thinks hope is gone. Um and then Muriel and Doc kind of start get, getting together out of Doc's grief and then hope comes back and then we have a good old-fashioned love triangle. Oh, is this yes. a castaway situation? Yeah. Um, oh, is she, is that she talking would be to great. a beach ball on a on some uh small island? The thing, Maybe. the thing would hope. The thing would hope is you could have imagined that she was just talking to a to a uh, a beach ball like last season. <laughs> yeah. No hurricane. Just she just talks to beach balls. Yeah, she'll talk to any inanimate object that's just in her sight line because she loves to talk. She loves she she loves to gab. Yeah, she's got to gossip, and if the only person she could gossip to is a beach ball with a bloody handprint on it, that's who she's going to gossip to. Yeah. Don't tell Jack. The one thing that I could finally gossip about, and it's not going to get back to me. Yeah. Man, okay, so we got some predictions. We're we're excited. We're gonna we're gonna be dropping these episodes uh, fast and furious over the weekend. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're just dropping whenever they're ready. So just keep refreshing. And obviously, if you're not subscribed, make sure to subscribe, and we'll and we'll be coming into your feed whenever they're ready. Because we're uh, we're watching every episode this uh, weekend for sure. And make sure to. Let's talk about, let's talk about, well, I would say email us because, because I would say talk on the Facebook 
troop, but that would spoil people. I don't think we want to spoil people right now. We don't want to spoil other Virgin River lovers who don't have the opportunity to just blow through these this weekend. But if you have something to say, if you have a prediction, if you just want to gab about Virgin River Season 3, email us at yeah. Learning the Tropes podcast. podcast. At, at gmail.com I got it we're gonna yeah and maybe we'll put a post up on Sunday or something with a lot of alerts about spoilers and then that'll be a place to chat amongst yourselves yeah but do so. rate review follow do all that fun stuff please we love it we love getting reviews we love getting five stars so do that and I guess until next time you guys got anything to say until our next episode keep hope alive hashtag keep hope alive (laughs) yes i agree me too